This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Hey everyone, we're back. I know you missed us. It's been like a week or something since you've seen us. So yeah, I think you're probably due for a dose of the shower door pros. So we're bringing bringing it to you, right at you, in your face, in cyberspace. Hope you guys are doing good. I'm doing great. I was just telling the guys here before we got started, I feel like I'm getting some loose ends tied up. Now those loose ends are, they're all like, you know, loose and dangling and getting caught in your spokes, stuff like that. I hate that. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of trying to get caught up on some stuff and feeling pretty good. So hope you are too. Hey, have you ever been in here in this, um, in this call? I know you guys have, you're always here, but maybe you're out there and you've never been in here and you'd like to come in. You can do that. If you um, just click on the link, I, I posted it in LinkedIn, and LinkedIn. I also posted it in the uh, Facebook group there on the on the wall. You can just click on that link, come into the Zoom call, and hang out and chat with us and uh, explore the possibilities. Who knows what might happen? I am often surprised by what what happens shows up here in the group. So there's that. And uh, yeah, I think I pretty much covered the bases. What's going on out there, you guys? A lot of the same stuff. How about you guys? Same old, same old. Not much new products coming out. No, no, no real new products, huh? Hmm. Have you guys uh, ever attended the FHC uh, Sour Door Design or Hardware? Uh, I think it's a Sour Door Hardware seminar or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's one coming up on the night. I've no. seen some, something in my inbox about that, but I haven't checked it out. Is that a webinar? It's a webinar. Danny does that. Yeah, I don't know what it's about, though. Do you? Yeah. I did a railing one one time, and they just kind of went over some products and what they had and what they offered. I haven't done the shower door design one, but I'm going to try. If uh, yeah, if, if Danny Donahue hosts it, it would be worth it. If you have uh, a need for knowing your specifications, you know, a lot of guys here will say, hey, I got a door that's this big. What size hinges should I use? That's where it's kind of important. Um, I would think, it, you know, I, and I would imagine Danny would be the one doing it if that's what it's all about. It, it says Ask Danny. I just pulled it up. Um, okay. Yeah. It's uh, FHC University um, Shower Hardware Update Webinar. Brian, do you know Danny? Uh, I mean, I've, I've talked to him a few times on the phone and email, but I don't know him known. Well worth knowing. Well worth yeah. knowing. It's a wealth of yeah, knowledge. And a great guy. Yeah. I'm getting ready to send him an email about uh, some changes that I think they could make to the uh, uh, showers online program that would make it better. 
Good. Good. Yeah. Well, I know that there have been a few new products that have come out, I don't know, in the last year or so um, for shower doors. Um, some new, I know CRL's got some new hinges that are either just have just come out or about to come out. I remember seeing at the show last year in Vegas. I don't think they had quite been released yet. Um, so I don't know if there's any update on that out there. Are you talking about the ones that hide the screws? Yeah. The yeah, they're out. They are out. So, I mean, that's something new, you know, I mean, I haven't worked with those yet. Um, so, uh, you know, I'd be interested in learning something new. There's something new to learn, you know, but of course that's CRL. It's not FHC. Right. Do you guys use the wall mounts with the offset backplate or the standard backplate with two screws on the outside of the door and two on the inside? Or do you use the one with the 90 degree flange so all the screws are on the inside? I do most of the backplate. Would you say both? I do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was going to say it just depends on the on the setup, but Typically, the, the majority of the time we use like the like the fullback, um, where there's two in the front and then two uh, on the inside, and then um, depending if I need to push it out a little bit or if, you know if it's a depending on the reveal, um, but then I'll use the offsets. Is there an advantage? I mean, I don't use them at all, but I see them out there. Is there an advantage of one over the other? No. Well, the offset one lets you move the door way out to the outside of the of the opening. I've got one that I'm doing tomorrow, actually, like that, where they wanted to push everything way out to the outside. So, um, so we're using channel for the fixed panel, um, and then using the those offset hinges for the door. So it can just bring, you know, bring them way out. So what you're saying is if you use the ones with the back plate, the part of the plate that extends on the outside of the shower would have been off the tile. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I yeah. get it. Or just to even just too close to the edge, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you want to leave a little meat there. Okay. Um, but yeah, so those are great for that. And there's like one less screw hole to draw, you know? So oh, is there right. three? So yeah, there's three, three out of four. There's three, yeah. So you I, don't get, I use those primarily. Yeah. Do you get the customers complain that the it's a visible screw on the outside? So when the door is in a closed position, they're actually seeing the mounting screws. You ever get that complaining? Never. Never. I've never had that. Never so far. Okay. Now on the, the I'll use the offset uh top hinge on a pivot. Um because I like them better and it makes more sense because there's more lateral, uh, it's a more lateral arrangement. Mm -hmm. And that makes more sense when you open and close the door yeah. than having the post that goes up vertical from the hinge. Okay. No, I like just, they're more expensive. Yeah. Now, does anyone use the back plate that's scalloped out <clears throat> that allows you to get the glass closer to the wall on the hinge side? The H plate? Yeah, the H plate. Yeah, I know Brandon loves those. I like them. The pinnacle hinge does that. Please, oh. 
for years, we used to modify the hinge notch there and do what they call a wing <coughs> a winged notch. So instead of getting the regular C cut opening on the hinge side, we'd kind of take the top and angle it out and the bottom angle it out. So the glass would go over that back plate and mm -hmm. allow it to get to the wall. I've seen and, that. Yeah, and, and it worked really well. So I've got one of my competitors that does that. Yeah. Well, notch the, the cut it in deeper so the glass is closer to the wall. But the one I went out and took out today, he had it so tight you couldn't open the door. I mean, it was you open the door to the inside and squeak. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Is it rubbing? Yeah, he had it. He said he had it so tight to the wall. Yeah. You know, and, the, and there was no clearance between the. The door on the panel, uh, it was measured so tight. I mean, we had no, yeah, <clears throat> but that that squeak could happen with any type of hinge, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just whatever his deductions were. But then they used one of those infinity drains in the shower, yeah, and the contractor never swept the floor to the drain. So now the lady's got to tear it all out and redo it, you know, we got to come in and slope it to the drain. And, Replace all the glass. Yikes. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> That's never good. Nope. <laughs> anything new in handles coming out? Anybody see anything different? No. Nah. Um, we're due for a new handle. Yeah, definitely. Portal seems to have a, a pretty good lock on all the different types. That yeah, but, ones, you know, I still say that as a group, we could design something really nice and have it made for our group. That could be a standard handle. Be something really different. So you're not competing against everybody else that's selling the standard ones. That would be cool. Like the pro handle. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. There you go. There you go. Now you're talking. But put enough collective thoughts together. We could come up with something really cool. We just have to sell enough of them to make it cheap enough to do. I think in it, this you know, in this it. size group, knowing the people that are in here, yeah, we could do it. There was a uh, there was a company, um, I think uh, Emerald. I think Emerald Shower Door had uh, he had had a, a pretty neat handle designed. Um, and I don't know if he. If he ever did anything with it, I, he sent me a picture of it one time. See if I can find it. It was like a, um, it was almost like a, like an L-shaped uh, C-pole. So it came down, you know, your first hole was up top and then it came down and made a 90 and then went kind of perpendicular another eight inches. So almost like if you took a, uh, a handle towel bar combo and cut the towel bar down to eight inches. It was yeah. pretty. It was pretty funky looking. But it still um, took two holes for the glass. It took. It still took two holes. Yeah, offset holes. I was trying to design something that would only take one hole in the glass, and maybe an elongated hole so it wouldn't spin. It would kind of lock in, especially with downward pressure. It wouldn't go like that. So if you made an elongated slot that you could put in, almost like a door handle in a wooden door, 
that you can actually put the, the items right through it, even if it had a larger ring, if it looked good. Mm, okay. You some, of the, some of the knobs they have are pretty pretty simple, but pretty, uh, yeah. you know, pretty, I, I, I like a knob. I think a knob is attractive on a shower door. Yeah. Yeah. I like Start going like a T-handle <laughs> knob. T handle, yeah, you could do that, or you kind of put the two fingers behind it and pull. Mm -hmm. That yeah. would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think that would be cool, kind of like a ladder pull, only um, with just one hole, mm -hmm. right? If you could solve that problem, like Bill's saying, of it spinning, you know. Oh, there's something I feel like this lately. Let me see here, let me spotlight you here for a minute. Yeah, blow down. Yep. You can see, yeah, I've done some of those. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I did not, I did a few of those too. Those are really nice. That's true. Yeah, they're interesting. It's different. Okay, oh, so oh, that's interesting. So who's who's got that flat one there? Today? Wow, look at that! That is interesting looking. This one, Bill. Show that again, Brian. Which uh, Brian? Here, here oh, it is. Yeah, right. All you, Brian. Miter too. <laughs> yeah, I like that one, Brian Schwartz. I like that one a lot. That's kind of yeah, cool because you could kind of hang a towel on, in it, you know, or a face yeah, cloth. You, yeah, yeah, you could throw yeah. a towel a loofah. But I got to tell you, your fabricator's <laughs> got to be spot on. Oh, the, for sure, yeah. With the whole locations. The problem with that, you can't flip it. Yeah. So if you had a problem with your door and you're in a field and you want to flip it, you're kind of hung, right? So if you get something with a single door and you had a, just some kind of a flaw in the bottom or at the top and you want to flip it, make it a bottom, as long as it's not out of square. And if the whole centered, at least you have that option, it gives you one more chance at it completing that job right yeah but whoever put up that flat one i want to know is is that a round hole for the mounting or is that a oblong that's two small holes yeah that's what i thought two holes two holes all right so and i don't I mean, know why it couldn't make that with one oblong hole yeah they probably could would it be cheaper to do though would it make yeah. sense anytime you're doing one hole as opposed to two yes even probably, if because machine would machine time be the same? Yeah, slightly more. I mean, if you're going in with a water jet, you're cutting and you're just elongating that hole out. But right. if we were to charge a customer, we only charge them for one hole, not two. Hmm. So it, it cuts a little bit of the fabrication cost off. Hmm. Which is kind of interesting, you know. I I I would like to hear from what other guys get on your fabricators like everybody buys from somebody differently. And I know some fabricators will charge one amount for a hole up to a certain size. So if you had a receptionist desk with a bigger ring, uh, that hole costs more than a, a single hole. Um, other guys charge for out of squares on doors. Other fabricators don't. Um let me see what else uh, notched inside notched corners. If they have to hand seam it or hand polish it, mm -hmm. then there's a different fee on that. Or but, multiple, uh, multiple outages. Yeah. Or multiple outages. Yeah. Do they give you multiple outage fees? So in yeah. other words, are they charging you an out of square per every out of square, everything that's a non 90 degree? So yeah. if your if your door was out an eighth on the handle side and and three eighths on the hinge side, they're charging you for two out of squares. They call it a complex. And I, 
If it's Good an question. elbow, they're they're charging more than just a single outage. If it's an elbow, or elbow like a like a K cut, yeah, yeah, that's a separate charge for me too. It's more than if it were just two sides out of square. It's yes, because it's normally they have to hand. It's because they have to hand polish it. Right, yeah. you can't put it on a straight line on edger. A, on, a, on a double cut, you can't put it on a straight line edger. They got to hand polish it, so it costs more for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, Those my average for that is like one fifty. But if you had a, a single opening, just a single opening, uh, thirty inches wide, you were going to put one panel of glass there on the door, but your handle side was an eighth uh, wider on the bottom. And the hinge side was three eighths out on the bottom. So your glass is like this, with this side being out more. Do they charge you for two out of squares or one? I've seen I've seen some companies charge for each side, and then I've also seen some companies don't charge for any outages. Right, right. I see some mm. for zero outages also. So all cats, all cats and charges. Interesting. All cats and charges be for one outage. Or they give me one outage, so no cost. Second one, they, they charge me. But it's only like 20 bucks. So yeah. you get one free. for free? Is that what it is? Yeah, one free. Yeah, if one, if one, on one piece of glass, <clears throat> so on one piece of glass, if it has one outage, they don't charge me. But if it's multiple outages on per glass, then they charge me. Okay, so are they basing the charge on the glass for the widest side to calculate your square footage on that? Yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't so know if you true. guys get into the nitty gritty of calculating out what the costs are. We, we, I do. Well, we, we, we do because you usually know you're round to the even even numbers. Some vendors add, you know, two inches all right. the way around your glass as well. So yeah, for right. a block size. Yeah. For a block yeah. size, right. I'm looking at one from uh, precision and uh, all they show is an out of square simple and out of square complex, but I don't know what the what the different charges are. It's not broken down. Well, so see, like complex the... may be two sides. Exact. I think, Steve, that's what Correct. they're talking about. Because that right. makes it complex, yes. Well, okay. well um, showers online, they have, uh, what do you call it? Um, once I designed my shower and stuff, um, I I, uh, I go to an update cost from Old Castle. I click the button and then I get a price right away from Old Castle. So it figures all the outages, everything, K cuts, all that stuff for me already. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't okay. have to wait for no I don't have to wait for no quotes. It comes right away. But that's so, their software and you're ordering from Old Castle, right? Yeah. So Shars Online is Old Castle owns or whatever that company yeah. that they own. Yeah. So yeah. it's all yeah, it's their software. Okay. So if you have if you if you're an Old Castle customer and and you don't have shards online, you are wasting so, too much time. I recommend you getting shards online because you could get your quotes right away and you can order through shards online to them directly from shards online without yeah. having to, without having to, um, you know, uh, fax them or email them, cut sheets and stuff. They already have it. It's already in there. And you so can I, already. Mm -hmm. On your out of squares, do they charge you more for an out of square cut if it's pattern glass like uh, rain glass? No. No, no, it's just a fabrication charge and it's a flat. So it's just a flat fee, whatever is like, you know, $17 or $19, whatever it is. Yeah, that's what it is. And it doesn't matter how big it is or what side it is, whatever. It's just like flat fee. 
Yeah, isn't it if it's three, they, they charge like a digitizing fee on top of that, if I'm not mistaken. Well, did they require a template at that point? Well, if you're if you're if you're ordering like uh, like Adrian says, like straight through showers online, it just like there is it's already digitized. So that and that's the cool thing about that is it's just like you just hit a button and it goes over to them and they like plug it right into their machines and just start cutting it. So it's like gotcha. yeah, because I just. I just switched from showers online through old castles because we were just having a bunch of issues with pricing and I could never get a straight answer on, you know, the fix. So I went to smart builder, um, which apparently made showers online mm -hmm. and it does some other, you know, back end stuff for me as well that we needed. So that's just, I was just curious. I remember in the past, you know, when I was just sending through just pictures of my sketches and say the door you know if it is a single door and it's got you know outages on three sides um they were charging me the extra hmm. so how are you liking that now that smart builder instead it's good i like it it's a little bit more you know it's got some stuff i'm still getting used to like more of the back end like office stuff you know mm -hmm. processing the orders and just like reconciling and stuff stuff that we weren't doing in the past so that it takes a little bit getting used to but i like it it's, it's i like you know that it's all in one and i've got all my pricing uh through old castle still in there that's loaded um which is nice so yeah yeah it does a lot more than just uh you design your glass it has a lot of other like office functions and stuff right yeah yeah no it's it's really nice i think christina's a big fan of the smart builder yeah, I saw her video on there uh, when I was going through the, the demo stages and stuff, and she had a testimonial on there. Huh. How about that? A rising star. Yep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so famous. You look, you look different with your hair down tonight. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'm What's going on, somebody, Christina? You sound fun. What's going on? Losing their hair, Christina. Yeah, right. All right. It's just been a really long day. I hope everyone's having a good week. I hope that everyone is staying busy. And we are just real busy today. We had some walk-in customers. And I don't know. I don't want to ruin the conversation. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But I have a lot of questions for you all. All right. That's what we were hoping for. Okay, so Quite. we haven't historically had a showroom until we just moved last year and we built out a showroom and it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's great. Customers are loving it, but we have one receptionist. We have one warehouse manager and we have my dad and I who are in and out trying to do all the other things. So um, how do you, how do you, uh, keep somebody that like somebody was in a showroom for, in the showroom for two hours today and we were scrambling. I mean, some, one person has to dedicate their entire attention for two hours. to these. Did people. you serve them lunch? Gosh, they <laughs> served lunch after the time they spent. Goodness gracious. Did you so, close the deal? Yes. Yeah. All right. So it was well worth it no matter how long they stayed, right? Of course. And I love, I love walking customers. It's 
such a nice, um, it, it's instant gratification. It's great. And I love, I love talking to people about shower doors. They have so many questions and I love being a know-it-all. So it's just the best. Um, but at the same time, I had six missed calls. Um, some people were from guys in the field, from my warehouse manager, from my dad. Um, so I just, it was, is a lot, you know, a lot going on at one time. So trying to figure that out. How do you guys manage your showrooms? When you build up, we've gone through the same growing pains, exactly the same thing. So I, I know exactly what you're dealing with. However, as your grow room, as your showroom gets traction going, you're just going to have a dedicated salesperson for that. And you're still going to have somebody answering the phones. And as you grow more, you get somebody, you can have that phone transferred to somebody else's cell phone so that they can answer it. If your dad was somewhere, he can answer it somewhere else. But my biggest pet peeve is if I go out of my way to go into somebody's showroom and I start talking to somebody, I don't want them leaving me to go answer the phone. I figure those people are sitting at home or wherever they're sitting, they can call back. But I went I, out of my way to go to that showroom. So it, it would irritate me if, if you left and say, hang on and, and then leave. And, and go answer the phone. I don't know if you feel that way, but sometimes you have to do it. But as a customer, you know, I put myself in the customer's shoes. That irritates me because I went out of my way to go there. But Christine, you'll also find out by taking that time, you'll probably sell upgrades a lot easier. So by them coming in and you explaining the products to them, you're doing yourself a huge favor. You know, it's going to be an easier sale. You could probably get more upgrades because you can educate them while they're there. And the installation will probably go better because you're going to answer 90% of their questions before the installers ever get there. Yes. And sorry, it's kind of loud in my car, but um, I agree with everything you're saying. What I loved too is one of our technicians actually stopped by the shop to drop off some paperwork and some other things. And he, saw the, and heard and watched everything that was happening and heard the questions that they were asking. And when they left, the um, our technician was like, oh my gosh, they have so many questions. And I was like, yeah, you know, every time with every single customer. <laughs> so I forget that our, our installers don't always see that and don't always um, get that understanding. So that's, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But um, I don't know. Right now, we just round robin the phones. Like our warehouse manager answers the phones, or I answer the phones, and our receptionist takes the walk in. So we do that. But do you guys do appointment only or anything like that? Does anybody do that? Nope. We don't do no. appointment only currently. But uh, have you considered anything on your website where folks can block out a time? Like they can choose a time, and then an email is sent in. So you can have a dedicated person during that time. And it's very visible on your website that you are doing appointment based uh, in the meantime, until you can find someone to fill that need. Uh, that's, that's something you can consider, you know, adding to your website. That's a good idea. Yeah, we could do that. So Billy, I absolutely love it. That's the perfect solution because now you've got somebody dedicated and ready for them. Right. So what you've got yeah, to you find to out. Be Christina, when you had them, did you find out how they even heard about you? 
Was it a random walking by and I want to go in here? Did they call in advance? How did they find out about you? Yeah, um, we've had a few. The people today, actually, we had already spoken with and estimated and seen pictures and talked to before. Um, they just didn't tell us they were coming in and decided to stop by. Yeah. Um, usually we're resolving a discussion, dispute. Um, that's really what it is. Wife or husband wants one thing and uh, they, they need somebody in the showroom to figure it out for them and tell them the right answer so then we get ourselves in the middle of that a little bit but um yeah to answer your question all the time we have people come in from google from down the street they just saw our sign we had already talked to them whatever the case may be that's what that's the biggest thing is tracking that what was it that got them to come in right see where your money is spent. How did you get them there? Was it a click on Google? Was it, they saw your truck and then they clicked on Google, uh, see an article in a magazine, looked you up on Google and then, you know, decided just to go in. Did they, were they at home and they say, Hey, Alexa, give me a shower door company around me. It, it's really interesting to try and find out how you got that lead and then yeah. start tracking it. You know, how many of those did you sell? Are they tire kickers? Uh, is there a good lead? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's really getting deep into the weeds, but it's all stuff as you grow and you're putting money into different things. Those are really important questions. Mm -hmm. the, the way we did it in the very, very beginning is we would take 15 of our previous customers and invite them in for dinner just to give a dinner to get feedback. I mean, we know that you have 10 or 12 companies you could have choose. Why did you choose us? What was it about us that you chose? So these are ones that we've already sold and installed and then we get their feedback. So it was like giving them dinner, get them to meet the rest of the company, give them a tour to factory. But we really wanted to understand how they selected us and why. You know, were we more, were we less price? Was it about price? Was it more about trusting and confidence or word of mouth? And and then that's what you focus on for future sales once you get that information. Yeah, sure. So I like where you're going with the uh, doing the showroom and all. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's two trains of thought. There's guys that can do it. Brandon's got a great system set up and you're doing it all text and you're not even face to face with the customer until it's installation time. And we that do, works. We do both. We, we have showrooms at every location. Um, we have customers that come in we, we, and we still have to go out and measure and sell on the job as well. Um, yeah. but, we do, but we can talk to 10 to 15 customers at one time and close them instead of spending two hours in a showroom. So, we close a lot more jobs that way, but we have the ability to do both. So it's the best of both worlds for us. Yeah. And you do it very well, very well. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, I guess it's hard to promote the showroom when it is, you know, to Brandon's point, just talking to one person for two hours, but um, I don't know at the same time, we invested in a showroom and we're really proud of our products. So, so um, in the two hours, were they discussing more than one shower? 
No, uh, um, I, it was a crescent with a return and they couldn't figure out where they wanted to put the bench. They didn't know what kind of faucet they wanted. They just, it was like, I mean, I was designing their whole bathroom is what it turned into, but I couldn't, Yeah. I couldn't just push them off. You know, you can't just do that. So, um, but that's okay. Can I you, ended up. Can you raise their price? Can you, for all, can you raise their price for your time? Consulting fee, yeah. No. You're gonna have, you're gonna have anomalies. You're, you're gonna have anomalies though that people spend longer in showrooms and stuff like that. And some are fast, some are some are slower. Um, and then the more people that come in, the more people you talk to in a showroom, uh, employees will get it down and they'll know how to guide them in the right direction to kind of speed them up on on what needs to happen and stuff like that and and push a customer in the right direction. And yeah, make sure they leave you money before they leave. Yeah. Their tile was yet so we while we've closed the deal for the most part I, we we don't have money in our hands it's verbal so i mean that sucks but they're not going to go to at this point no well you say that i've seen it go the other way right because you're designing the bench and so now they got to get somebody to like right now it's not tiled yet it's being built right mm -hmm. and I don't know how many times you've got to run across this. You spend all sorts of time with customers, but come installation, the tile guy is in there and say, hey, uh, I know a guy that can do glass. And I don't know if you've got or if you want another price, here's a guy. And all of a sudden they go with some guy that's, you know, out of nowhere. So there is, is a partner of ours. So that's, it's actually fine in that sense, but I did lose a job a couple weeks ago. I'd followed up and they said, Oh, we went with somebody that our tile guy recommended. And I said, no problem. Who's your tile guy. And I cold called them today and introduced myself. And he said that he's having problems with his glass guy and that he's going to try us next. Mm -hmm. So great job. Great job. I was exactly into the conversation last week. Yep. Yes. That's right. Yep. Great job, Christina. That's what a true salesman would do, right? A job isn't lost. You can still get information out of it. You can still get information. You took the information and acted on it. We go through that with our salesmen all the time. All the time. It's not over with. Yeah. So, Good job. Cut up now, but... Um... Thanks for letting me be on a soapbox for a minute. <laughs> that's a big deal going from not having a showroom to having one. I mean, even if it's just a little showroom, it's that, um, yeah, it really stretches you at first because it's like, what do you, you know, you don't even know what to really expect. And you, you wonder if people will come in at all. And then, um, and then they come in and hang out all day, you know, and it's like, oh, now how do I deal with this? Can't really ask somebody to leave. But like, yeah, we've got a customer right now that's like very similar to that who's, um, you know, we're dealing with on follow-up, you know, it's like asked, uh, you know, comes and asks for a quote, then, oh, will you quote it this way? Will you quote it that way? Well, what if we did this? What if we did that? Well, I, I can't. I can't picture this. I'm going to come in. So then they come into the showroom and hang out, you know, and hang out for an hour or something and talk. And they ask all the same questions they've asked before about everything, you know, get all the same answers they got before. And then, um, 
you know, then the next day, there it is. There's a message from that guy on follow up. <laughs> you know, same guy. And it's like, hey, you know, whatever. I mean, you've got to, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, because on the other end of that spectrum is the person who, who um, sends you a text. You send them back a text, say it's going to be this much. They say, okay, when can we start? Yeah. 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 And that happens so frequently. I mean, it's like, it's almost like, how uh, we owe it, you know, we owe it to somebody to spend an hour holding their hand because it's like we've, we've closed all these other jobs so quickly. Yeah. So it's, just- you know, it's, it's interesting because I found that, and this is mainly going into people's homes, but uh, some people are lonely. And yeah. I think we've talked about this before, but some people just are lonely mm-hmm. and they widow a widower and they just simply need somebody to talk to. They, they don't know it probably themselves but they end up becoming um, uh, that person that stays in the showroom for two hours because they just can't go home. You know, they just can't, they, they have to have that, that interaction. And I'm, I try to be sensitive to that when I'm at their home because that, I mean, you guys have probably seen this. I've literally seen people as I'm trying to get out the door, they're literally looking around their house to see if they can find something else to talk about, to bring up. Have you guys seen that? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of that, actually. Yeah. I think a big part of our job really is, is counseling. Definitely. I mean, it's like you're when you're consulting with somebody, it really is kind of a counseling session because it's an emotional experience. Uh, personal experience. Absolutely. And I mean, especially, I mean, you're, you know, a person's bathroom is a pretty intimate area of their house, right? I mean, especially think about their master bathroom, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's like you're in the heart, you know, of their home. Um, And it's like, it's a big deal just to be invited in there. I'm, I'm always, you know, kind of cognizant of that, you know, like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm in this person's home. I mean, I'm, I've been invited into a very kind of an intimate place in this person's life, you know, to, to help them with something. It's kind of a big deal. And have you guys, uh, had, have you guys ever had a customer call you to tell, you know, to tell them their, uh, to <clears throat> share their personal problems with you? I know. Yeah. I had one the other day to, uh, called me up and told me their problems they're having with their kid. I'm like, oh, really? I, I drove an hour and they were not still talking. They were just talking on the phone. I'm just driving. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, what, what am I supposed to say? Wow. I mean, put them in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put the kid in the shower, then talk to you. Put them in the. <laughs> no, they're having, no, they were ha- no, that this kid is growing up. Is uh, he's dating this girl that she doesn't like or prove, and she's calling me about that. I'm like, really? Come on. Well, you know, you know what they're telling you. You know that person's telling you is that you have made an inroad into their life. Mm -hmm. I did. Yeah, that that you have really gained their trust. Oh, Mm -hmm. she loves that, or they're desperate. Oh, yeah, or or both. She gave me a two two really good shower doors in her home they're really really good i mean they were paid really well now she wants some railing glass railing for her her uh, upstairs i'm like i i don't mind doing it but i just don't want to go because she's a talk and talk and i don't have time for that like oh 
And some Andrew, of the questions she may, she asked, may see your family, man. Like, look at look at how how tight your knit your family is. Yeah, you know, yeah, but you gotta, you gotta understand. I'm, I'm a person with no feelings. <laughs> I have zero feelings. This is quiet, yeah, dude. whatever, dude. Ask my wife. My wife Cold as ice. You're not fooling me. us, man. My wife tells, tells me I'm a robot. I'm like, I don't have my feelings are like. You, you come with me, probably. Like I have no solution. Like, <laughs> maybe she just up. thinks you're cuddly, dude. Maybe she just thinks you're cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. He looks kind of cuddly. Sounds like a be. job. For, sounds like a job for Junior, though. Probably uh, <laughs> Junior's the Junior's the, the the nice one. He has the feelings. There you go. Not me. I'm kind of more. I'm more like. Uh, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm like ah, they tell me I'm like oh god. Okay. You ever get you ever do an installation? And the customer sets the chair right outside the bathroom and watches every single thing. Oh yeah, they actually put a chair right there. Yeah, oh, yeah. a lawn chair, and sat and watched the whole time. The whole mm-hmm. time, every single thing, every screw, every everything. And then on top of it, the, then they ask questions throughout the whole process. On top of that, <laughs> you know the funny part oh. is it's not so bad when you're installing. It's really. Uh, a pain when you're measuring to give them that thing because you might do your drawing wrong or put the mm-hmm. put a size down wrong because they keep interrupting. Oh, if it's done a complex that. one. Yeah. I've always told people that I need to stop the conversation to finish measuring and then I can talk to you because we'll end up messing up the shower. But someone just yep. told me a story the other day that someone had a camera, someone put a camera, camera on their counter to record them. I and then they moved really? it out of the way and they came back in and fixed it because the installers moved it. <laughs> that really? Really. That's hmm. interesting. Hmm. On that point, let me ask this. What do, what do you guys do? And I'm sure different people do different things. I've heard all kinds of different ways of going about it um, with measure issues, writing down the wrong number, transferring the wrong number. How do you, how do some of you guys attack that with, you know, various salespeople on site? draw it up on an iPad where they type in the number instead of writing it down. So it's easier. It's more legible. Um, but sometimes it just happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's software out there. We're trying one out right now. And I used to, I used to have a guy wear a GoPro when he measured and record all his measurements <laughs> so I can go back and watch it to make sure it's measured. Wow. Right. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good oh. idea. He show up to the door and knock on the door and had a freaking GoPro on his on his head as he knocked on the door. I have got to find it in YouTube. I was scrolling through and somebody did uh, a video on YouTube of how to measure for a shower door. And during that measurement, he made a major mistake. And it's funny. This is like a how-to. If you're going to install your own shower door, you need to take these measurements. And the kid's putting it down. I think the height was 78, but he ended up writing 76. Because he was doing all this talking and everything. So as he goes through and he's showing his sizes, he was off by two inches. I'll find it. It's still on YouTube. I got to find that. We're not perfect, but we do have double checks for almost every measurement. Almost. Um, We've been pretty good so far. Pretty good. We don't do a bad job, but we do double. We double draw everything yeah um but you can get in the habit of like oh i've already measured i just you know i do it again really quick and then you still miss 
Um, so I'm just, you know, searching out there for has anybody found something that works really well for them? Uh, the digital portion would be great, but I know that's an investment, like, uh, you know, and getting people on that platform and, and that kind of thing. So we haven't made that jump. We've made, you know, a sheet where everything is kind of built out um, of our own, but but still have occasional errors when it transfers from, you know, handwriting to digital uh, and then to someone else. So have you thought about Smart Builder, Billy, the, the free app? I was going to suggest that. Uh, the free app. I'm, 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 yeah, I've looked at Smart, Smart Builder several times, but I'm not overly familiar with a uh, free app for. We use the free app, and uh, it. I, I, Christina might know the answer, but uh, it, it it's harder to make a mistake. Anyway, you can definitely make mistakes, but it's definitely harder to make a mistake mm -hmm. um, because you'll know if uh, your um, outages don't add up to what you thought they were, or especially on the height, it'll be yeah. out of, uh, out of tolerance and you'll, it'll force you to at least you know can, that it's out. You can do our showers online too. If you brought an iPad in the field, you can draw it up on showers online and that helps. So I'm yeah. glad you said that because I'm, I'm considering that right now. I use FHC and so I do it on smart builder at the home and then I take it back and draw it up. Uh, I designed it on FHC. So are you saying that, uh, Brandon, that you are taking, <laughs> doing the design while you're at the customer's home? Uh, we used to. We don't anymore. We have templates and drawings that we do on the iPad, and we just draw everything up. Sorry. We, we draw everything up on an iPad, so it's, not, so it's clear and legible. Mm -hmm. So, And then when we um, – when we – send it back to the shop it's uploaded and it goes right to the shop immediately and it gets drawn up on showers online and then we have someone check after it's drawn up we have someone check the drawing versus the cad drawing uh, on a smart builder you can you can sync your the smart laser to showers online so you gotta yeah so um in smart laser you um you got to go on shards online and you got to send a code to like email and they got to copy that code. And then on smart glazer, you got to, you got to fix it, but you can sync it to your shards online and everything goes to that. Oh, that's mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. It, uh, I do that sometimes because sometimes it's easier, but yeah, I have a sheet that I do it. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I do. You know, it depends on how I feel. If I have a wall that's really off and I can't figure out the number on, on one wall, then I'll, I'll use Smart Glazer because it'll tell me the height I need. Mm. It's a good app for uh, given it's free and um, given the resources they had when they made it, it's really well done. Uh, it does leave several things to be desired. It has some limitations um, like rake and things like that. And um, we just have a lot of notes that we make on our measure sheets that, and, and you can pre-populate like, you know, fields and things that you want. Um, I just don't, we don't use it right now. I just don't want to train my guys on it yet. Um, I think there are better things coming, but I don't know that for sure. So we'll see. I'll figure out how to do a rake by the way. And just, to, I just do it as an outage. Mm -hmm. right oh and it, it actually works yeah so i don't know why it took me so long to figure it out but yeah 
Well, I obviously didn't know. So that's great. <laughs> yeah, just do it as an outage, like an elbow, you know, with a, a height. Uh, yeah. yeah. That works. Awesome. Try it. Okay. Hey, worth the price of admission for tonight. There you go. There's always a gem. Hey, I got a question. Okay. I have a customer that I don't know if you guys seen my post. They uh they want to put vents in their showers because they have a steam. I guess they're having a hard time breathing. So I'm I'm gonna put like a louvers on the bottom, you know, so I don't know, to let the steam out. I don't think it's gonna work, but they they want it, go for it. I'm not warranting it by no meanings. I'll warranty the, the function of the door opening and closing, uh, leaking through the caulking. But besides that, anything else, hey, that's on them. But um, do you guys know how to draw a a um, a vet in the showers online and have the glass in it so I can show them on the uh, on the uh, 3D 3D? Um, you uh, you have to do it as a blowout. You just do a square cutout and add your cutouts for your clamps and then you have to draw it up separate and then add the pdf back in to do it that way they don't have it where you can actually put it in the system so you got to do it as a big cutout add your clamps in there and then on a separate separate drawing draw up a, a transom that fits inside it and then add it back into your cut sheets to send it over yeah that's what i did no but the customer customer wants to see a 3d drawing of it and i don't have anything like that does anybody have a anything like that i mean I, know I, got a, I, know. I got a whole bunch of pictures of them done, but not any CAD drawings. Smart Builder has it. If you want to send me your measurements, I um, draw it up in Smart Builder and send you a picture. Really? If you want. Okay. Yeah. Does smart, does smart Builder have the 3D uh, option too, where you can show the customer and they could open and close the door and, and see all, how it looks before they order it? Yeah. yeah, I can give you like a screencast video of that if you'd like. Nice. All right, because yeah. I, uh, yeah, because I get, uh, yeah, because Shars Online gives you a uh, link, and you give that link to your customer, and they pop it up, and then, and they see it. I have a question though. Like, I, I read your post and all of the comments and everything, but why are they so hellbent on having, um, vents on the bottom? bottom? The vent, it's not gonna work. I know, and I, huh? I it's try convection. To to I try to explain. It's to convection, them. so all the hot air goes up and out. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's it's uh, like I explained in my post. If you don't have like you're you're heating an air system in your house, you have a the cold air return, so that the air isn't just pushing into your house. It's got to have a place to exit. You have to have an entrance and an exit. Because otherwise, you're just simply pressurizing the room. Or in this case, you're not getting the air flow through it to let the majority of the steam go up and out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, he's going to get a, uh, they're going to get a commercial um, shit vendor uh, vent. I don't know what they call it. Yeah. Exhaust vent. Yeah. Whatever. That. They're going to get a commercial one that sucks really well. I'm like, all right. Sucks. yeah, those things suck. Yeah, seriously. Um, so they're gonna get one, and so but they still want the the vent. I'm like, all right. I mean, I already got my quote back. I'm gonna send it to them in a little bit, but uh, I just I told my cat warranty that he was kind of bothered by that. But what can I do? I mean, 
I know it's not going to work. Everybody knows that, you know, steam rises. So uh, I don't know. <clears throat> so maybe the vents will, will, I don't know, let some cool air in. I don't know. So I even suggested them uh, putting a uh, ceiling fan in there. Maybe they'll circulate some air. Maybe that will help. Yeah, that's, that's a new one. Honestly, yeah, he'd be better off wearing his own oxygen mask. Just wear a mask and forget the door. Because that, that door's going to be built just for him. And they sell the house or move. Yeah. Nobody else wants it. Why doesn't he just get a little oxygen mask for when he needs it? It's be one of those weirdos. Yeah. While, you're, like, while you're showering, you know? Tell him to take a bath. Exactly. <laughs> Huh. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's the most interesting problem of the day, I'd say. That's a nice hey. looking unit you put there, Christina. Thank you. I didn't do it. My dad did, but um it's nice. not a novel concept or anything. Uh, but I just thought I'd post it because if they like what that looks like or something, maybe they'll have better luck with the, the vents at the top. But if you've already breached that topic, then there's probably yeah. what I'm more nah, impressed. He... What I'm more impressed about is not so much the door, the fact that you posted it while driving from your phone. That's oh. pretty impressive. No, I wasn't driving. To be fair, I was. Um, oh, I've been right. an actor in standstill traffic for the last twenty minutes. Get ready for Atlanta, you guys. It's so fun. I was gonna say, welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> That's why they make the scooters. Yep. <laughs> We're going to have a good time. I've um, also, speaking of Atlanta and Glassfield and everything, I think there's going to be um, a lot of events and things coming up um, in the evening times from different people, vendors, suppliers, whatever. So keep your evenings open if you're able to. And um, can't wait for you guys to come down here. Nice. Is this, this is the last year in Atlanta, isn't it? It is for now, yeah. Yeah. Who's going? Who's not going? going right? Yeah. I can't <laughs> make it. I can't huh? make it. Keith's yeah. going. Keith and Bryce from our place are going. You go for an hour and a half for the mayor, but I'm going to have to stay overnight because I'm going to want to do stuff each day. Yeah, I'm just right. because of the group. I'm deciding last minute. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it, so I'm leaving it till last minute. So. Oh, I hope you come. I hope you all come. Bill, I know you can't, but I uh, will miss you a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to stay here. in town for Bill. Yeah. Yeah, we're going west. We're actually on that same weekend going to be out where Steve is. I was going to say you coming to California or what? Come on. No. Got to be, got to go to Texas. I also contacted Dustin. He's going to get us a tour of Waco. Cool. Yeah, go see him. He's going to be. He's. I don't think he's going to the glass show either. Well, what's in Waco? Branch Davidian Complex. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. I don't know. <laughs> no, right. I don't know if you know Dustin, but he was the glass guy for um, Fixer Upper with Joanna Gaines. So if you ever Anderson seen a Glass. show on HGTV, so Anderson Glass is their supplier. And Waco, uh, Joanna Gaines bought this whole complex called the Silos. And 
they remodeled a whole area there. Oh, okay. So that's a big interest for Donna and somebody else that we're bringing out on the trip. Using the butterfly screen. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't hear that. Toons, what's going on, Toons? There he is. The man himself, the legend. Pablo Tunde. I like the green light. I like the green light. I know, man. Looks cool. Good morning, sir. Good morning. You're up late, aren't you? You've been drinking coffee? Coffee? No, 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 no. No coffee? <laughs> Can't believe we're in August already. It's right. this year's flying by. Unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, uh, one quick thing about hardware. I know we were talking that earlier, but have you guys seen the uh Lugano series uh hinges? What's it called? Lugano? Lugano? Yeah, CRL the, with the screw hole cover, screws covered. Yeah. Oh. So when you open a door, the door raises. So mm -hmm. if you want to get a tighter fit on the bottom uh, threshold, uh, you can do it. And when it yeah. opens, it raises up about 3 sixteenths. Is it a wall Never... mount? Or, is it a wall mount or is it a pivot? Yeah, wall it's mount. a wall mount. Wall mount. It's yeah. both. It'll do both, right? Yeah. 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 So it's oh, like yeah. that's how it centers. It like kind of drops down into center, and that's what holds yeah. it on center. Yeah, I like yeah. that for the zero, uh, zero. for the for the flat showers. Mm -hmm. People want to use a bath mat, right? So you push the door yep. out and it raises up to get over that bath mat. Has and anybody used them? No, I have no. a set. They just sent me the test for them uh, the other day. I just got them. So because that fabrication is a little bit different, it has a countersunk uh, big screw on the inside to anchor them to the glass instead of. The traditional way so brandon is it pivot or wall mount or both so the ones we have are wall mounts yeah so adrian you said it's pivot also no 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 glass no, to glass glass or wall mount, or wall mount right? oh, all right yeah. yeah yeah i was looking for a pivot to do the same almost like the old bar uh bar type of doors you know yeah 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 that's how they work huh Kind of same, same principle, yeah. Only they have a nasty spring. They have a nasty yeah. spring to whap you on the way by. Right. That hinge is like a toilet partition hinge. Bob would made. Did he ever make toilet partitions? You hear me? Right. I mean subtitles. Subtitles. Yeah. Tim, something's matter with your microphone. I mean, you are just so muffled tonight. I know Tim needs a new microphone. Now. Well, here's yours ahead. We should all pitch in and get him a decent too. Get him a decent microphone, like one of these right here. Come on. <laughs> I know, I know Rob's on here. Rob, where's the subtitles at? <laughs> Over on, on the Facebook uh, live stream, it's got subtitles. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So you know, we can always do that. So what you'd have to do, Chris, is link the the live stream on one of these blocks here. So as we're looking, we can read it. Ooh. Yeah, there's a 45 oh. second delay though. Wow. Is it, is it really 45 seconds? Yeah, it's it's going to be long, yeah. Oh, all right. And and Rob, Rob just, will figure it out, make it instantaneous. Yeah. Rob's yeah, on I'll it. work on it. Rob's bot. <laughs> Rob's bot's on it. I'm becoming the bot myself. All right, <laughs> that's right. 
All right, you guys. Hey, yeah, Brandon, let us know about those hinges once you you guys try those out. I'm curious to hear about <clears throat> how they work. Tell me the name again. Lugano. Lugato? Lugano. 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 Lugano hinge. All right. Okay. I'm going to be watching for those. Sounds Hi, everybody. Hey, does my mic work any better now? Oh my! Oh, yeah, that's man. way better. Oh man! Yeah. Just, day. Now just that the we're done, we're starting over. All right, we're starting over. Leave it connected like that for next week. I'll <laughs> right there. Hey, before you go, I was trying to tell you, those hinges are like Bobrick uh, toilet partition hinges. All right. Yeah. They, they yeah. Do, oh yeah. They open up and then they they go there back. Go. Exactly. Yeah, so they're so it makes it because they do lift. They're self-closing without hydraulics. So it's actually a self-closing hinge at sock close yeah, because right. of the way the pivot works in it. Yeah. I'm trying to get Danny to make them in a pivot design and yeah. just have the whole door lift up, lift up and it goes yeah. down and go right back down. That would be cool. Yeah. We'll get there. Yes, we will. All right, guys. Awesome. All right, everybody. Good See you night. next week. Yeah. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros, and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.